This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 111. everyone. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. My name is Dr. Julie Capel, and if you have not joined me before, I want to welcome you to the podcast where veterinarians and veterinary professionals talk about all things to make our lives better. If you are a frequent listener, I would like to welcome you back and thank you for joining me again this week. This week on the podcast, I want to talk about how to organize and focus your mind in order to have a more organized and focused life. Now, if you've listened to me before, you know that one of my challenges is focus. I'm one of those people that likes to do many, many things. And so getting myself to focus in on one goal at a time is a little bit of a challenge for me. And because it's early in the year and we are all working on goal setting and big challenges for 2021, I thought that this would be a good time to talk about this topic. Before we get into that, I would like to encourage you to go to my website, juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com and sign up for my Wednesday weekly words. It's something that I send out as an email each week that just gives you some encouragement, some little tips on how to have a better life, and hopefully will just brighten your day. It comes out every Wednesday morning at 6 a.m., and it just shows up in your inbox. So there's no pressure, but I would love you to join my email list so I know that you're out there listening to me and you are enjoying the information that I'm bringing to the table. Also, if you would like one-on-one coaching or you want to learn what life coaching is all about, you can find that on my website as well. I have some information there that you can read to learn more about my coaching and also sign up for a free coaching if you just want to try it out and meet me. I would love to talk to you. On my website, you will also find my weekly blog. I write a blog every Sunday that I post in the evening, and um, it's there for you to read as well. So again, thank you for listening today, and let's get started on organizing our mind in order to organize our life. I want to talk about how powerful our brain is. It's very powerful, but it's also very chaotic. And so if you've spent any time looking into your brain, you will notice that it is a really jumbled up kind of crazy place. And it's not just the crazy people, right? It's people like us that consider ourselves very normal and very intelligent. But in that brain, there is a lot of chaos. So on this journey to self-improvement and goal setting and getting a better handle on life in general comes the work that goes into organizing and understanding that chaotic brain. So our brain is wired and naturally designed to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and reduce effort. It's kind of lazy. And I don't know about you, but my brain often feels lazy. I really have to kick myself in the butt sometime to get some things done. But what we need to realize is with that 
motivational triad that's natural to our brain comes a lot of negative thoughts. Our brain is trying to protect us from the outside world. So the first thing that we really need to think about when we start to try to organize that brain is realizing that those negative thoughts are supposed to be there. Because many times we spend a lot of effort trying to change ourselves into positivity and trying to change our negative thoughts into positive thoughts. Knowing that the negative thoughts are supposed to be there helps us to understand the chaos and understand the thoughts that cause us to oftentimes have negative feelings. So when we're trying to set goals and we're trying to become more organized in our mind and in our life, we have to work with our brain and not against it. We want to work towards focus and organization to accomplish our big goals and accomplish great things. So organizing your brain is something that's very necessary to be the leader of your life, to take control, to make decisions on purpose and do the things that you really want to do. Because so many times in life, we feel like we are just blown away with our circumstances. I don't know about you, but when sometimes when I'm at work, I feel like my whole work day is determined by the clients that call or the clients that walk in the door. It happened to me today. I was at work this morning and I was actually literally putting my coat on. We had just finished up seeing our clients. The receptionists were shutting everything down. I actually thought the phones were on the answering machine because I was actually putting on my coat. And one of my receptionists called back and said, Dr. Capel, Mrs. So-and-so's on the phone about her bird that's not doing well. Can you talk to her? So that circumstance of this woman calling at the last minute when I was getting ready to leave felt like something that was so out of my control. And it determined the way the end of my day went. And so having an organized mind And working on my brain like I do helped me realize that just because this woman called at the last minute doesn't change the focus that I can have in order to complete my day. It doesn't keep me from getting ready to leave the hospital. It doesn't keep me from accomplishing the things I want to accomplish. It's just something that happened and I get to decide how I want to respond to it. Because I could say, no, I can't talk to her right now. I'm on the way out the door. Tell her I'm already gone. Tell her to go to the emergency clinic. That's a choice that I have. Or I can choose to pick up the phone and speak to her and decide that that's the way I want to spend my time, my my last 10 minutes of the day. And it doesn't really matter which I choose. What matters is the way I respond to it and not become a victim to it. Because if I decide not to talk to her and then beat myself up the rest of the day feeling guilty, that doesn't accomplish anything for me. Or if I do decide to talk to her and then feel like a victim because I let her control my day, so to speak, then I'm also a victim. So having something happen to interrupt me at the end of the day is just something that happened. I get to decide how I want to respond to it, number one, and then how I want to think about it, number two. So part of that whole process that I just went through today is keeping my brain organized and keeping my thoughts where I want them to be. Much of this brain organizing comes with first being self-aware. Awareness of the way you operate, awareness of the way you think, 
an awareness of your own inner stories. Because many of us have a story that we're victims of our job, right? Our job is difficult, clients are annoying, we're too busy, we don't have enough help, you know, all those stories that we tell ourselves, those are our victim stories. Being aware of those stories and understanding why we have them and working on whether we want to hold on to them is part of the self-awareness. And when you feel that kind of resistance in your life, you feel that challenge coming up with between your thinking and the negative thoughts and feelings, that resistance is coming from your lack of focus and your lack of self-awareness. So let's talk a little bit more about how we foster this self-awareness and understanding what's going on in our brain. One of the most powerful tools that I've ever encountered is the thought download. And what I mean by that is just taking what's in your brain and putting it out on paper. And I actually like to handwrite my thought downloads. I think that what that does for you is when you are writing down your thoughts in your hand, writing whether you print or whether you know cursive, um, writing those down allows you to slow down a little bit and get awareness of the thoughts that are in your mind. You can type on your computer if you really feel like that's more efficient for you. But I think sometimes typing is takes less thought and less awareness. So when I do a thought download, I like to have an actual piece of paper and a pen, and I actually like to sit there and write it all down. Now, if you haven't listened to before and you haven't heard me talk about thought downloads, a thought download is just a tool that we use to explore what's going on in our brain because so many of our thoughts are involuntary and they come from that little negative part of your brain that that's that primitive brain or fight or flight and I like to call it the chihuahua but there are a lot of thoughts in our brain and sometimes we don't realize what they are until we really start to focus on them. So what a thought download does is it helps you get all of that stuff out onto paper so you can actually look at it. And one of the most important things about a thought download is just to write everything down without judging it. Because we are so quick at thinking and our brain creates so many thoughts in seconds that sometimes we will adjust our thoughts before we actually get them down because we're judging them, right? So if I have a thought that a client is stupid or this client did something dumb, and then I all of a sudden think, well, maybe that's a mean thought, then I'm not going to want to write it down on my thought download because I'm prejudging it. But when you're actually doing an effective thought download, you just want to write down everything without judgment, without stopping, without any filtering. Because what a thought download is designed to do is create awareness. Create awareness about what's going on in your mind. And creating awareness about your brain is going to create some self-awareness. It will allow you to see your own stories and your own biases and your own negative thought patterns. And it causes you to start to slow down and look at yourself so you can decide where you need to work. The thought download helps you to challenge yourself about your thinking. So when you do the thought download without judgment 
and just spew it all out, take five or 10 minutes to do a thought download, then what you can do is just read it without judgment and then put some work in around those thoughts. And that is a big part of creating self-awareness. It kind of cleans out that mental house that you have, that you're carrying around on your shoulders. Think of it as dusting, dusting all the crap out of your brain and then looking at it so you can see where it's coming from. Why am I choosing these thoughts? What is the story that I'm creating for myself? And then you'll get some understanding. Don't beat yourself up for any of the thoughts that come out on your thought download. Just create awareness for yourself. Another thing that you can do with these thought downloads is separate the thoughts out into lists. Because a lot of times when I'm doing my thought downloads, I'll have all these judgy thoughts. I'll have all these victim thoughts. I'll have all these thoughts about how I'm not good at focusing. But I'll also find thoughts in there of things that I want to get done, things that I need to get done. And so oftentimes when I'm doing a thought download, I can separate those thoughts out afterwards into lists, and then those lists kind of turn into goals. List writing focuses your brain because once you have everything out on paper in a list format, then you can decide where are your priorities? What are the things I want to get done today? Where do I want to spend my time and how am I going to schedule my time in order to be more organized and focused? So list writing goes along with goal setting. And goal setting is one of the most important things that you can do each day in order to create success in anything, whether you're trying to change your mindset, whether you're trying to change something in your life, whether you're trying to accomplish something like a run or a certification or something that you want to add to your life, creating goals and creating lists of the steps that it'll take to get to those goals is part of creating this focus and organization for yourself. And if you practice doing this every day, if you practice thought downloading and you practice goal setting and list writing, it will help you to create this mental organization and mental focus. Another thing that's so important to do when you're trying to organize and focus your mind and your life is to stop multitasking. And I'm talking to myself here as much as I'm talking to you because I love a good multitask. I love to have the laundry going and the dishwasher going and the TV on and the computer in front of me answering emails and trying to do all the things at the same time. That to me is really challenging and really fun. However, there's so many studies that show that multitasking is not effective. Your brain is super powerful, but it needs to have some focus in order to get things done. Multitasking drains energy and it also takes more time. I remember an exercise I did at one of my team building seminars somewhere along the line where they had us do a multitasking exercise. The exercise was something like writing a list of numbers and then writing a list of letters separately. So 1 to 50 and then A, B, C, D, E, F, G, something like that. And then you would time how long it would take you to do that. And then the next time you did it, you'd have to alternate like 1A, 2B, 3C. 
And you can see that as you're writing these things out, because you're bouncing back and forth from one task to another, that it takes a lot more time. So it was a very simple exercise, but it was proving to us that multitasking is not effective. And so if you can remember when you're trying to organize yourself, whether it's working on your inner self or working on something in the outside world, that multitasking does not work. When I'm trying to record a podcast, if I also have something next to me, like a list that I'm trying to focus on, or I'm writing down people I should be emailing because my brain is jumping back and forth from the podcast, my thoughts won't come to me as easily as if I focus totally on writing the podcast, exactly what I want to do, and then recording the podcast. And so if you listen to me often, you might notice that some days my podcasts sound more focused than others. It just depended on how much I organized myself and my brain before I started to record the podcast. So don't multitask, basically, is what I'm trying to tell you. It doesn't work. The other thing that will pull you away from organizing your mind and focusing your mind is your media. When you're trying to focus and work on yourself or work on a project, you must disconnect from social media. Turn it off. Put it away from you. Put it on silent, although I can still hear it vibrating. So putting it on silent mode doesn't really help me. Turn it off. Get rid of it. If you try to go back and forth between your devices and what you're trying to focus on at the moment, it will pull you away from that organization. It will confuse your brain. Another thing that helps a lot for me is taking breaks and scheduling breaks. Because if you have to focus for a really long period of time and you're not one of those people that enjoys that, scheduling some breaks into your focus time will help you relieve your brain of the stress that you're feeling when you're trying to focus. So what that means to me is setting the timer on my device or somewhere, even if my device is across the room so I don't look at it, setting the timer for 30 minutes of work and then 10 minutes of a break, and then 30 more minutes of work and then 10 minutes of a break. And studies have shown if you do that, and I would say especially if you're someone like me that struggles with this focus mentality, scheduling yourself some breaks allows that brain to refocus when you come back. And you won't be worried about when your next break is because it's you know that it's coming up in 20 minutes and all you have to focus for is 20 to 30 minutes and then you're going to get your break. When I have something very stressful to do to me, like writing a blog or I have to really focus on developing something for my coaching business, I oftentimes schedule myself bigger breaks, like an hour, an hour of work, and then a big honking break. And in my break, it just means getting away. I'm not super strong at sitting still. So most of the time, my breaks mean getting out of the chair, getting away from the computer, and doing something active because I'm not great at sitting around. And that's why I love veterinary medicine so much because we rarely get to sit around, right? So when I'm at work I'm and I'm running around not having to sit right in front of a computer, I don't need as many active breaks as I do when I'm home working on computer work or writing or developing a podcast or whatever. So I know that about myself. 
If you're the type of person that likes to sit in front of the computer, then maybe scheduling yourself less breaks or doing something on the computer that you enjoy would be considered a break for your brain. So it just goes back to being self-aware. What do you need to care for yourself? If you're an extrovert, it might be extroverting. If you're an introvert, it might be introverting. But put it on the schedule. Give yourself a break. And that goes into practicing self-care. And practicing self-care is another step that we need to make in order to become focused and organized. Getting enough sleep, eating healthy, getting exercise, doing the things that you need to do to make your body healthy will also create a more healthy, organized, focused mind. Another thing that will help you so much to focus your mind and your life is organization physically. So what I mean by that is putting the things that you need to use every day in the same place, creating a neat work environment, putting the same pen in your purse or putting the same journal next to where you drink your coffee so you can do your morning journaling. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Putting yourself in a space where things are organized and feel less chaotic will help you organize your life and help your brain feel more organized. And you'll also spend less time looking for things. I always know where my keys are. I always know where my phone is because it's almost always near me. Or if I have to get it away from me in order to focus, it's on the same place in my home or it's in my purse. Physical organization around you helps you to organize and focus your brain. Because if your brain's really chaotic and your outward space is really chaotic, then all of that chaos is just going to make you feel crazy. It's going to be so hard for you to focus. If you can work on cleaning up your physical environment before you sit down to focus on your brain, it will be so much easier. And part of organizing the physical space around you is organizing a little bit of your time, right? Because in order to create mental focus and mental organization, it's going to take some physical planning. And what I like to do is try to get as much of my goal setting, thought work done first thing in the morning. And I am not a morning person. It is not natural for me to hit the ground running. I'm one of those people that kind of likes to get up about an hour, hour and a half before I actually have to get ready for work so I can get a slow start. But knowing that about myself allows me to take that slow start and inject in the things that are important to get this planning done. So what I have is this place in the morning that I always sit with my cup of coffee after I feed my dogs and let them out. But I sit with my bullet journal. And a bullet journal, if you haven't ever heard of one or you don't have one, is just a journal, blank paper. And mine's in a a little book that I can fit in my purse. But it is just a blank piece of paper that you can put all of your thoughts and all of your plans and all of the things that you want to get done in your day down in a really concise bulleted format. 
And this is something my daughter Bridget got me started doing about, I don't know, four or five years ago. And I have carried it through because it's so useful to me, especially someone that's not good at big bursts of focus. Having a bullet journal really does focus my brain. So if I want to do a thought download in the morning, my bullet journal has that written in it. Thought download. Boom. Do it. Check mark off the list. Now these are my goals for the day. This is how I want to organize my day. I'm going to do this at 10 o'clock. I'm going to do this at 1. If I have records to write up for work, I'm going to do them during the lunch hour. I write all these little goals in my bullet journal. And so taking that little bit of time in the morning, 30 minutes or whatever, to focus on getting my brain organized helps me to organize myself mentally and also focus my day to accomplish my goals. And a little trick that I learned um, quite a long time ago, and I think it might have come from Tony Robbins' work. I'm not really sure if I remember who I learned this from, but it's the concept that whenever there's something really difficult that you need to get done in a day or feels difficult to you or something that your brain is really fighting you on, some goal or some activity that you have to do that you're fighting with yourself, is do that most difficult thing first thing in your day. So if there's something that I'm feeling a lot of resistance to that I'm trying to avoid, maybe it's making a phone call to a client that I don't particularly like to talk to, or maybe it's writing something that I'm not 100% sure that I'm really confident or competent on. Scheduling that first in my bullet journal and working on that first will allow me to check it off my list, get it done, and then the rest of my day is going to feel like a breeze. So as I sit down with my bullet journal in the morning, I want to do things like visualizing what do I want to accomplish today? How much time do I really think I have? What do I want to do? Do I need to work out? Do I need to do yoga? Do I need to do Bible study? What is it that I want to get done today and how am I going to make that happen in my day? And so I usually take the really easy things that I can do first thing in the morning. I'll read a chapter of the book that I'm trying to read. I'll do my Bible study. I will write my bullet journal, obviously, get that done first. And I'll sit there and I'll think and I'll do my thought downloads. I'll drink my coffee because that's the favorite time of my day. And I'll slowly, gradually organize and focus my mind So when I do get ready for work or I do get ready to sit down at my computer and write for the day, that I know exactly what I want to get done and how I'm going to accomplish it. And I just feel better. I feel energized about my day. So if some of these things feel like a lot, like I'm so unfocused and so disorganized, my whole life feels like a mess, and you're really overwhelmed and you're struggling with overwhelm, remember that being overwhelmed is just a feeling. It will not kill you. It will not harm you. It sometimes feels like it will, but it won't. So realizing that it's a normal, natural thing, feeling overwhelmed, will help you process it. And then remember that narrowing something down to small baby steps will allow it to feel less intimidating. So if you're really out there struggling about focusing and working and goal setting and all the things that I'm talking about today, just pick one thing. 
don't do the bullet journal and the thought downloads and the exercise and the, you know, all the things that I'm talking about. Don't do it all at once. Just pick one thing that feels possible. One thing that makes you feel less overwhelmed. And maybe it's just cleaning a drawer. When I say organize your physical space and you feel super overwhelmed by that, just clear one counter today. Spend your whole day and your only goal is to clean off that one counter or clean out that one drawer. Because if you get that done, then it will feel more possible to take the next step. And that's why I like the bullet journal, because for me, the bullet journal feels super easy. I can just write whatever down I want in that bullet journal, and I can check it off, I can organize it, I can put times next to it. And then if everything in my bullet journal doesn't get done on this day, because I have a tendency to over-schedule myself, then I just move it to the next page. And I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. And if it's in that bullet journal for a week, I don't beat myself up over it. I just look at it and say, hmm, I wonder why this has been in here for a week. Am I really trying to avoid it? So maybe today there should only be one thing in my bullet journal, and it's that thing that I've been procrastinating for a week. So organizing your brain and your life is just the simple task of getting things to the forefront of your brain and trying to understand yourself and why you procrastinate why you don't want to do something, and then taking one baby step to move in that positive direction. One baby step towards the goal of becoming more focused and more organized. I want to talk about this more on another podcast because it's such a big topic. And if you are drowning in overwhelm and anxiety and frustration because your life is so out of focus and so disorganized, me saying these few things in 30 minutes is going to seem impossible to you. It's going to make you feel like I'm simplifying it too much. So what I want you to do this week is just pick one or two things that feel really difficult and they can be super small and just focus on doing those one or two things. If it's just a thought download once a day, every day for a week, just focus on that to get your get yourself started. Maybe it's just writing me an email to ask me how you should start or writing me an email to say, how do you think I should get out of this situation? That may be the only thing that you can manage to do this week. Maybe your goal is to do one thought download or send one email to Julie Capel to ask her how to get out of this mess. And that's okay. You've got to start in order to finish, right? So just start with one little tiny thing. But I want to leave you with the technique of asking yourself some basic questions. First of all, ask yourself, what do you think of yourself? What are the judgments that come up when you think about organizing your life and focusing your life? And am I judging myself too harshly? Am I being fair? If the things that you're saying to yourself aren't things that you would say to your spouse or your best friend or your children, then those are things you shouldn't be saying to yourself. Do you treat yourself as someone that you love? And what are you spending your time on now? And does it reflect what I think is important? 
if your values do not align with your actions, then something's out of whack, right? Your life isn't what you want it to be. And we want to learn to organize and focus our life on the things that we really want to be focused on. And then what's the one thing that I can do today to progress in the right direction? And I don't mean right as in what the outside world thinks. I mean right as to what feels authentic to you. How do you want to spend your time? And what's the one thing I can do today to do that? I would like to read you a couple of quotes that I found that apply to the subject matter. The first one's by Arthur Ashe. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Albert Einstein said, Out of clutter, find simplicity. From discord, find harmony. In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. Ooh, I love that one. And this one is from William Morris. It says, Have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast today. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. If you want to hear something specific on the podcast, please send me an email or go to my website. You can contact me there. My email address is jacapeldvm at gmail.com. I would love to hear any suggestions from you. If you feel like you're struggling this week, please don't be afraid to reach out for help. We are all in this profession together. We all struggle. And the reason that it's such a fabulous profession is we are all very supportive. So don't be afraid to reach out for help to either myself or someone else in the profession. There are so many of us that want to help. Don't forget to gain a little focus and work on your brain this week and let me know how it's going. I'd love to hear about it. Have a beautiful, productive, focused week. Bye.